And it's that ultimate, see, that goes back to that self-love thing that I was talking about. For me, it was that ultimate core thing that I was avoiding. Mm. If I see who see you for who you are, I'm going to be forced to have a decision to where I'm either going to do something about it or I'm going to stay there, right? Mm. Me in my head, the ego wanted me to stay there. So it's like, mm. I don't want you to leave. Mm. That being friends, family, lovers, all of that. Mm. Like, even my friends. Like, it's like, I don't want to see you for who you are because if I do, I'm going to be forced to kick you out of my life. Mm. And mm. then I'll feel that pain that I'm ultimately avoiding, which is right. being left. Right. And feeling like someone fucking completes me when it, yeah, yeah, like love is you focusing on a target, but it's coming from here still. Blessings, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Will the World podcast. I am your host, Jason Darrell Williams. Got a special guest in the crib today, in the studio today, in LA, the only place where it looks okay to dress like me and her at the same time. <laughs> we got Rocket in the building. How you feeling? What's up, Jazz? Thanks for having me. Look, now nah, I appreciate you being here. Uh, you know, it's it's something that I I never take for granted. You know what I mean? Especially like today, where where real relationships are so rare. You know what I'm saying? And, and people don't just reach out for game. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's God. real. You know, got your whole team in here. <laughs> the whole team. The whole Every squad in this joint. Look, look. You can laugh out loud. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, how you feeling? I feel good. Uh, I'm... I think I'm enthusiastic about just being here. You know, this is my first podcast ever. What? Yeah. No. So you ain't <laughs> tell me that when we was doing the little the little pre pro earlier, the first yeah, one ever. No. Oh, you trying to make make a thug cry in this joint. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to stop by. Stop by here. That's amazing. That's amazing. I I, I appreciate it. You know, and uh, it's. I want to say this. It's rare that I hear somebody on the first listen and I'm like amazed by it. And that's what happened when I checked the new project out. New project is out. You know, we're going to talk about it in a few seconds. I just got to give her a flower. <laughs> I just got to give her a flowers. And, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier because, you know, going into Hidden Play, uh, I like to go into stuff with no expectation. You know, I, I've heard your voice before. I know what you can do. Um, but I also know when albums and EPs or just projects in general come out, it could be two completely different people. <laughs> yeah. So I went in with the open mind and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Okay. Okay. This okay. is amazing. Did you, so did listening to the project resonate with the, from, with what you know about me already or from what you've heard or does it sound different from no, what you it, think? It just, for me, one I appreciate the storytelling aspect of it, first okay. and foremost. Because even like when I put projects out, that's like the number one goal of mine is to tell a story. Okay. So yeah, when too. when I find a story in other people's music, other mm -hmm. people's art, like I resonate with that. And no, I was I was just appreciating the art for what it was. You know what I mean? Um, production is crazy. Mm -hmm. The writing is crazy. You know. Thank I, you. Like, I wrote it myself. Hey, come on now. <laughs> huh? You know what I'm saying? Period. Um, How do you feel about the project? 
honestly, um, I was nervous as hell to mm. release it because, first of all, it was in such a vulnerable time of life, and it was like therapy to me and more of diary entries mm. to write those songs. And I think there were so many areas that like I was afraid to admit that I go through. You know, I guess I'm just conceited or whatever, maybe just <laughs> prideful, but. The things I wrote about were true and honest feelings that I had. And it's like, I was worried, like, if I release it, like, what, like, what am I going to think of myself <laughs> after this? Like, and yeah. and then also, too, I'm a much better songwriter now. And yeah. I wrote the project in 2018, 2019. So oh, really? I sat on it and I'm like, pause. I said- <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was, I was going to take it there. But I was like, oh, that's a little early. It's a little early in the pod. I just couldn't. It's a little pod. You know, I was going to say, I was going to say, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so now you know what be going on in my mind. Yeah, but, yeah you but feel no. me? But, but I really did. I sat on it, though, for years. Mm-hmm. And I literally was just scared to release it. And I just, on a whim, was like, look, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know I can write better songs now and if they think it sucks then oh well i'll just keep going so is is that what it was like fear of not knowing how it would be received yeah Uh, yeah definitely because it was so vulnerable Mm -hmm. like to me it's my story right to other people that's it's it's art but that's my life you know like uh i feel like some of the lyrics in the songs like it gives away my mindset at the time Mm -hmm. and i'm not as proud as my mindset at the time (laughs) so so i'm like damn uh what song or songs specifically or is just the project as a whole uh let me see so i i have so we got uh looking for love Mm -hmm. looking for love is a real emotion Mm -hmm. like i was at the point where i'm like i'm a person who wants to date for love Mm -hmm. I refuse to to use people for their money. I refuse to be with someone because of what they can offer me. But where has that gotten me at this point? Mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where I'm like trying to date for love and that's not working out. I'm about mm-hmm. to turn into a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember that song. You want my number? Maybe we can just exchange figures. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's how I felt. That's a real emotion. Yeah. So I just, I think whereas I was, I was like exploring releasing it. I was a little nervous about letting out my truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like because the truth is scary. Like, I wonder if, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but was the idea, the fear about putting your truth out there? Is it like the, an element to it that makes it real? Like once you've released it to the public, so now yeah. you, like you're not. Just holding on to it in the corner, like you know what I'm saying. Now, <laughs> yeah. it, now it's real, and you kind of gotta face it as well. Yeah, and and I didn't even consider the other side, so it was that it became real. Oh mm-hmm. shit, my dirt's out. Mm-hmm. But then the other aspect was, oh shit, there are other people going through this shit too. Right, right. And I'm gonna help somebody, mm-hmm. and that felt way better than holding mm-hmm. on to it and sitting mm-hmm. on it for just being shy. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. And you said 2018. See, I never would have guessed that because, like I said earlier, you don't sound like anybody other than yourself on the project. Thank you. You know, so, (laughs) like, 
I think that goes into why I never would have guessed that the music was from that long ago. You know what I'm saying? That's because good. a lot of people, what I found in the industry is when they're chasing a sound, like I used to argue with my brother about this all the time. Cause like, I'm like real, like Kendrick, J Cole, like Lupe, like that's kind of like what influences my music. Yeah. Jay-Z, Nas. And my brother would always argue with me and be like, man, you just got to do a boom, boom, but the boom bop song. <laughs> Get on and then switch up. And I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want to do a boom, boom, but the boom bop song just because. And because I, I would tell him, when you're chasing a sound, by the time you put it out, that sound is old. Yeah. So with right. you, with it being your own unique sound, it's timeless. Yeah. And I think that's the aspect I didn't consider, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I once I put it out, I was like, oh, shit, this doesn't sound like anybody. <laughs> right, right. But I just went off of how I felt, what I liked. Um, the producer will always, uh, Pierre Medora would send me tracks, a whole freaking beat pack mm -hmm. and it would be just loaded with different things. And I would just pick what makes me feel something at the moment. And mm -hmm. it happened to all fall in one genre. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, not even a genre, but a sound. Right, like, right, right, right. So I, I created that on accident. It's just a tone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the perfect storm. Wow, thank you so much. That means a whole lot because mm -hmm. that's one thing that I feel is missing from the industry at the moment, like originality. Like yeah. I'm not trying to do this just because I want to be famous or just because it's 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 more of like it's something that was given to me that I feel is an obligation for me to use. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. like there have been times where I've thought about like sitting down on my gift, doing something else. I'm good at a lot of things, but it's like Mm -hmm. I was given this and I was given it so flawlessly, like in the point to the point where like you have stories from my family talking about me singing at the age of two before I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's like a sole purpose, right. I feel, to come to earth and just automatically have your gift and know where you're supposed to go with it. Mm -hmm. So I just kept the path, you know. I, I want to ask you something um, before it, it leaves me. You were saying that you didn't think about the other side of it in which people could benefit from it. So, like, what space were you in at that time? And even, like, today when you sit down and, and write something, like, what what's the inspiration behind that? It was um, a longing for love, but I was unaware that it was a longing for self-love. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking I could find it in another person. Mm -hmm. And so I actually set my eyes on who I feel is my soulmate, and mm -hmm. I am dating him today. Hey, <laughs> hey, the team is here. The yeah, team yeah, is he's here. the team, you know. The team. Look, you, they everywhere. <laughs> you may know him, I you know. Yeah, I but I, I felt he was my soulmate at the time. It was a deep knowing. However, I made that my focus and was... I think I was trying to put a responsibility on him mm. that I was supposed to take on myself. So although he had some areas he was, can we cuss on here? Of course. you. I mean, oh, you, you yeah. said fuck it earlier. Oh, damn. So damn. <laughs> <laughs> he it had some happened. areas where he was like fucking up, but it wasn't all him. Like it was some slack that I could pick up mm. and mm -hmm. take care of myself. And the mm. things that I feel I was looking for from him, I was really looking for from me. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. And so um, 
I think at the point of feeling like I was incomplete and another person coming complete, that was the flaw. I think a lot of people are there. Like another thing, another person, anything outside of yourself, if you feel like you need that to be yourself, like mm-hmm. you're you're under that spell that I mm-hmm. was under at the mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. you get everything from inside of you mm-hmm. and you have everything you need already. Self-contained. Already, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just had to dig a little deeper and um, come out with, what I really needed. And I actually digging a little deeper required separation from, from what I thought I needed and mm-hmm. for me to build up, reunite with what I thought I needed in mm-hmm. a better place. Got you. That yeah. makes sense. So So like one of one of the reasons why I, I started this podcast is uh is because I, I really deem like mental health, spiritual health, you know, emotional intelligence, things of that nature to be like one of the most important, if not the most important things that that we go through. So if you can um, speak to kind of like that process of you going from looking for love outside of yourself to being able to become self-contained, you know, and go from there. Like, what did that look like? I feel like it looks like continuously chasing what's outside of you until... There's nothing else to chase and you're forced to get it from the inner, mm. the inside. Like you mm. go through through things and to each person, I feel like it's going to be unique because mm-hmm. we all have our own issues. But for me, it was getting everything taken from me, mm. from getting evicted out of my apartment, getting my car taken, having to stay with my friend. Uh, so grateful for my friend who let me stay for a year and I was in one room. I couldn't find a job, mm. anything. Mm-hmm. This was before I got signed to Sony. This was before any deal, anything as a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I literally was just working on me. And I was at a pl- like a p- position where I couldn't go anywhere because I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. All I had was my recording setup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is where confidence was recorded because I had nowhere else to go. Mm, and it was, mm. I think that was by design. You know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. was like, if I give you this, you're going to go this way. Yep. If I give you that, you're going to go that way. Let me take it all so you can sit your ass down. Take all those options away. Yeah. 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 So uh, I feel like it looked like pain, turmoil, and inner digging, mm. pulling out those childhood traumas, pulling out. You know, assessing yourself, assessing your emotions, understanding where they come from, if it's another person's fault or if it's yours, which mm-hmm. most of the time it's something that's happened to you, some belief that you have that is eating at you, mm-hmm. just a real self-exploration ex- journey. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's a lifetime of work, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever get to the place where it's just like, you're done. I think right. it's not a, it's, you know, it's not a destination to actually get, get to. It's the journey. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely yeah. a journey. So with that being that that place in time, you know, that moment in time, when you write today, what's the inspiration behind, you know, what you pen today, you know, whether it's life experiences or do you do you have the people in mind now, you know, when you write like what's what's your process? So actually, most of the time I have the people in mind mm-hmm. or it's either a random conversation that I want to have with myself. Or it's a conversation that I want to have with someone else or multiple people at once, but it's the same message. So like uh, looking for love is 
to the masses, to multiple people, to anyone listening, but it's my random thoughts about love. Mm -hmm. Like from top to bottom, it's like, this is where I am in my love life. I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. I'm about to turn into a gold digger, like at this point. (laughs) Where's the money? Okay. (laughs) I gotta gotta ask you, like, cause this, from what I took from the project, it sounded to me like, you took us through the process of like infatuation, falling in love, being heartbroken, yes. going into your whole phase, and then, <laughs> yes. and then finding your. Am I am I right? Yes. Am I right now? One hundred percent. Okay, cool, cool. One hundred percent. I, I thought like so. It's and life is an everlasting freaking EP album because <laughs> I have so many more songs to add on because yeah. this the project ends with. Uh, warnings, no more warnings. Mm-hmm. I gave him plenty more fucking warnings after that. <laughs> that's that's what I said. It's like you were, you were fed more. up. You were yeah. fed up at that point. <laughs> at the end of the joint, you was like, man, I'm done. I, I, nah, you, you, you playing around. He got so many more fucking warnings after that and subtweet silly memes on IG. It's just, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, let's wait. We can't, we can't skip over that. You gotta, you gotta tell me what was the top rank. <laughs> Sub tweet and the top rank meme that you put out at that time. Okay. Like, I feel like uh oh, I would put out little memes about who who you don't want, you know, like <laughs> you know, like stay away from a man who makes you question where you are with your relationship. You know what I'm saying? That ain't even a sub. That's just like, that's you screaming from the mountaintop. Like, you ain't shit. You but you got to hear me out because I'd be like, to all the ladies that feel me. You know? And then he's like, is that about me? Like, what are you talking about? Is what Was what about you? Oh, Oh, man. you talking about that meme I posted. You saw that. Damn. No, that wasn't for you. So, it's funny because... I've never asked this question to anybody. <laughs> What's going on in your mind as you're typing, <laughs> as you're going at it with the thumbs, and then you then you hit send or post or whatever? Like, are you like, oh, I'm about to kill him with this? Or like, like what what you saying to yourself? The hoes gonna love this. Twenty Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm oh, like I'm man. thinking in my head like you know what. Don't make it too obvious, but obvious enough. Yeah. Yeah. How long? He how usually long would it watches take? at this time. How long would it take? He watched it immediately. He all no, 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 like to, to make it. 30 minutes, 15. Oh no, you just go search them. They're already out there for you. <laughs> oh. Anything you oh, need. Man. You on Twitter, you can actually just search heartbroken. Uh diabolical. Narcissist. Look, villain. <laughs> look, look, you look you a villain for real, for real. <laughs> Narcissist and just like retweet someone's shit, you know, that said exactly what you want to say, but you didn't say it. Look, I, I did not design this podcast to be a how-to, <laughs> but it's turning into that really quickly. Um, because I'm low-key taking mental notes just oh, in yeah, case I, got I gotta you. get my Google zone. In case Viv doing the most. You know, I'm still convinced, you know, he says it's all love, but I'm still convinced my tricks worked. Probably did. <laughs> Probably did. Probably did. He's like, yeah, whatever. Probably did. Because, you know, the Joker did a lot, but Batman showed up. <laughs> like, it worked. He's like, here I am. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, okay. Back back to the project. 
Um, so I know you said 2018, but did you write it in 2018 and record it recently? Or was it just the whole thing done and you were just like... Whole thing in that room. Just in the vault. I recorded myself. I sent uh, some of the songs off to kind of just play with and mix a little bit, but like maybe like two or three are mixed by the people. The rest mm -hmm. are mixed by me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everything is from the crib. Yeah. I didn't step foot into a, a commercial studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I recorded it and wrote it same night, same day. And around it's that crucial. time, like... Um, Talented. When, yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> When when did when did your writing career like start to you know blossom? Because you know you've done you've done a lot. K. Michelle, you worked with Craig, Coco, oh, most recent. Yeah. So and the list goes on. By the way, you know but we, <laughs> we only got two hours here, y'all. So we, we can't go through the whole list. Uh, I started writing about four years ago now. Like uh, I've always been a singer. Mm -hmm. I've always written songs, but there's a structure mm -hmm. to writing songs. Mm -hmm. So I didn't learn the structure till about four years ago. Um, I kind of already was equipped to say what I needed to say, to be vulnerable, to use it as a diary entry. Mm -hmm. But I started actually taking it serious four years ago, three years in, after just sitting, writing, building a catalog networking with people, networking with the producer that uh, did my project, Pierre Mador, mm -hmm. a lot of other uh, great people in Atlanta that uh, helped train me. Mm -hmm. um, after that, like, I ended up just running into the right people. They heard my catalog. I met K. Michelle in the process before I had my deal. And mm. um, it just seems like energetically things went up from there. Like, yeah. I love K. She's been one of the 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 best people I've met. And I say that because she has not withhold, withheld anything from me. Mm. From that being mm -hmm. advice, love, audience. Uh, she shares her audience like crazy. Mm. Like, mm. You have people that are selfish. They are For worried sure. about like crabs in buckets, yeah, you know. Yeah, but she has never hesitated to to give me advice. She calls me her little sister. Will share things, mm. and I just really appreciated that. So she was putting me out there, putting me out there. Uh, she was sharing songs that we did. We did about six to eight joints. Oh, don't. Uh, she shared some of those. Her fans started started finding me. I ended up signing a deal, not from that, but. Um, from things that we were already working mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. and from there it just kind of went up. Yeah, you know, that's that's dope. Congratulations Got in with Neo. to you. Thank you. Neo, Neo's performing tomorrow. Um, Neo, I've never met Neo. Neo seems like a super cool dude. The music is dope. Yeah, like, he's what's, great. what's been your experiences with him? Yeah, no, Neo was really great. Um, I had a session with him two to three days in a row. We didn't get to get anything done. Mm. Uh, actually, uh oh. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick funny story was actually that that session broke me in as a writer, and that's mm. when I realized I have to speak up and make my presence known in a room. And mm. I I had been told that already, mm -hmm. but I came in there being meek and soft and sweet, trying to give everyone a chance. And there was a writer in there that was a little obnoxious and was mm. taking everybody's opportunities. And, and me, I'm not like that. I'm confident. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> It was like <laughs> it was like you know I can share the room with someone and not feel like they're taking anything right, from me right. like not I taking your light away. exactly yeah. I want 
to get in, collab with people. Show me what you got. If you're in a room, you deserve to be here. Who am I to, you know, say anything? So anyway, mm -hmm. we had a little drama. I had to end up putting somebody in their place. I ended uh -oh. up spending a whole day with just playing mind games with this other writer, honestly, <laughs> just being honest, because he had me so ticked off. But regardless, I would love, love, love to get back in with Neo mm -hmm. because we did not get the sessions that we deserved. Mm -hmm. He was a great person, very nice, humble, open to advice. And if it wasn't for that writer, mm -hmm. I think me and the other writers would have gotten something really valuable done on him, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and with him. What what do those writers' rooms look like? Cause I I've never been in a session like that where you know you got a group of people in there who can contribute to the song like in that magnitude. You know, and you were saying like he was pretty much stepping on everybody's toes and just taking the hog and all the shine. Like what's what's typically the process? You just kind of like collaborating and like ooh, and you maybe do a, a bar or two, and then somebody else chimes in. Like how does that work? You kind of so everybody has their own process. Depending on a person's process, it, it's, it's either everyone goes in the booth and lays a melody scan. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, where you go in and you like uh, just hum or sing mm -hmm. or you can say words if you want, but it's not important. The mm -hmm. important thing is the melody. And then come out and write the song. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who write as they go where they freestyle in the booth. Mm -hmm. And this one in specific was one of the ones where um, he... You freestyle as mm -hmm. you go. Mm -hmm. So you, if you're in there, you don't have to let anyone else in there. And unless someone's going to stand up and say, hey, mm -hmm. let me go in, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless you're going to say that, then, <laughs> yeah. then you're going to be shit out of luck. And at that point, I wasn't experienced with standing up for myself. I was thinking everyone would, would give me a fair shot, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's mm. not the case. You got, you know, not saying go in and be aggressive. I'm still not like that, but you're not right. going to run over me. Right. So, you know? So now you'll be like, Knock, knock, knock. Hello. Hello. After you're done, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Can you bring his down muted so I can go in? <laughs> like, good job. Okay, good job. Good job. That was good job. Next. All right. Good job. Good job. Yeah, but but really, I'm I I I literally don't even throw myself into random writing rooms anymore. Mm. Like, unless I know a person, like, or if I, I know the person that, that gathered the room because I don't want that energy. That mm. energy is not necessary. I don't right. want to fight and compete in a room where right. we're all here to create a great product where we're all going to benefit from it. Right. What does that make sense? Right. You know, right. where, how, how does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, not to get too far into ranting. I would literally talk about that all day. No, it's it's all good. We <laughs> we got plenty of space on the memory cards. It's all good. Um, so you know, I I'm, I know there are gonna be a lot of people watching this, both men and women, uh, who would like to know, like how how does that even how do they even get into those rooms? Is is it just like relationship based? Is there a way they could submit or like solicit email somebody? Like, hey, I'm a writer. Like, how does that how does that happen? I would say the best way is to network and build relationships because mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of talented people who just write songs mm -hmm. and because they won't come out of their comfort zone to at least network with one, two people, um, they can't get anything done. And the truth of the matter is like people, it's rare that people just connect to something without knowing the person who did it. Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. it's more likely for an artist to take the opinions of the people that they trust and love around them than mm -hmm. some submitted record. And and that's sad, but it's the truth, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you think about what you want. Like, unless it's just a dynamic work of art, you know, 
Uh, you can submit to artists in their DMs, emails, mm. and you have an opportunity. I would not discourage any, you know, any way, any outlet, because I feel like every outlet is a great outlet. But mm. for the most part, you can't get past that networking. Yeah, yeah. Relationships yeah. will get you in any room. Yeah. At yeah. any level. Yeah, I was about to say any level, any industry, any everything. Relationships. And and on and on <clears throat> like uh, the best the best way to get a meeting is to be a person that's worth meeting. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So like if you're if you're just dead weight, then think about that too, because who wants to network with someone that's just another weight? Yeah. Bring something to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's real. See, you had you already here first. Cause um yeah, I, I tell people that all the time. We were talking about that earlier about relation, how important relationships are. You yeah, know, and building relationships, and you know, because without that, I find it's just transactional, and you can find anybody just to do some transactional. You exactly. know, it's just like in it could literally just be a one-off type of thing. But I be want to build with people. You know. Yeah, like um. Or, or I want to know that you're invested in what I'm doing and not just invested in the money. Because exactly. as an artist, like you don't want people in here just throwing their opinions all around. You're not really invested. You don't care about what we're trying to mm -hmm. to come up with. You're just distracting. You know, mm -hmm. I'm getting to the point now where I'm very, very weary about whose opinions I'm taking mm -hmm. because uh, I'm not sure if you're into astrology, but um, mm -hmm. I'm a Aquarius Sun, Taurus mm -hmm. Moon, and a Virgo Rising, and that Virgo Rising is a stickler for perfection, mm. a stickler for uh, things like anxiety, um, self-questioning. Self so mm -hmm. anybody that's going to make me question myself when I don't need that around, right, right. fuck out of here. Shoot, fly, shoot. Yeah. I, I learned all of my... Well, I'm going to say I learned. I was told, but I forgot. Mm -hmm. I just know I'm Aquarius. <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot the rising. I, I forgot all the other stuff. Uh, Aquarius gang. The Aquarius gang. The whole team in here. Oh, it's the crazy. Whole team. Like how? Like how? How is everybody in this room? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> nah, it's amazing. Um, have you found that? Well, I'm gonna say this. What's what have you found is like the difference between writing for yourself and for somebody else? Uh, there are no preferences. Mm. No preferences. And also, so me, the reason why I'm very detailed about who I write with and for is because I actually get invested in a person. I don't like mm -hmm. to just write randomly. I like to know your life. I like to get in your business. We bond to the point where you know I'm not going to tell anybody. Right, right. And we can write some real stuff. And that's one thing I've loved about working with my friend Coco Jones because, you know, we, we, we got together first day and we have not separated since mm -hmm. the connection mm -hmm. has been dynamic. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, we just clicked and we got vulnerable with each other and we made some great music like mm -hmm. caliber ICU. We got more stuff coming. Like mm -hmm. we've only like touched a piece of the surface of right. what Coco has so, to so offer. A little, little, little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely like, uh, as I move on through my career, I think I'll still write for my friends and people that I meet that I'm just interested in helping them tell their mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the aspect of it I really, really like, like the storytelling too. Yeah, it's, it's important. That's why, like I was saying earlier, when I was listening to it, that's the first thing that, that I found. I was like, oh, she's telling a story, like out the gate, you know, because I, I believe in storytelling too. So like whether it's music, uh, film, like will the world, literally, mm -hmm. that's, that's, mm -hmm. what, that's what we do. It's... We tell stories through all sorts of mediums with the purpose of impacting and influencing people. 
Wow, so I it, love what you're it doing could be here. Ph- photography, film, uh, music, you know, podcast, whatever. Because there's a story in everything. Yeah, I love what you you're know, doing. You uh, know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And and again, I have to give you your flowers uh, because it's it's rare, especially somebody so talented <laughs> to be uh, beautiful inside and out. You know oh, what I mean? Thank especially you. like these days. <laughs> but look, you know. In all respect, I know the team is here. It's all respect. I know the team. I don't need the team on me. Um, but no, it's it's rare. And and also too, like one of one of the things I believe in, even with this platform, is like any and everybody just can't pull up. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Like it's it's real. So and 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 you're real in that regard. I want to ask you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you because I don't think I asked you this before. Are you from LA? No, I am from Iowa and Mississippi. I have to say the both of them to not betray anybody. Okay, so um, so your mama she went into labor in <laughs> Iowa and she had you in Mississippi. Um, <laughs> you know what? You were close. Uh, kind of. She- she went into labor in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I was there for uh, probably like five or six years. Got sent to Mississippi to live with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I visited home up until I was 18 years old mm-hmm. every year. And what brought you to L.A.? My man. Ah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, I was in Atlanta before this. But it was such a great move. Mm-hmm. It was such a great move. But yeah, I moved for him. Hey, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I got a similar story. Uh, <laughs> Cause I had been I had been plotting on moving to LA from from Houston uh for like every year. I'm like, next year I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna move. Every time I come here, I'm gonna move. It's amazing. But then when me and her started dating, it became like real. Cause the long distance relationship is is trash. That's how you do it, ladies. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> I'll probably still be in the ace. Like, ooh, man, January looking good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, I swear I'm doing it next year, y'all. I promise. Hold me accountable. Um, but it's funny because, it like, you know, sometimes we just need that little nudge to get us to where we need to be. The true. You the know true. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's giving me a big, big nudge. You know, I, I came from, I, I moved to LA from Atlanta. Atlanta was a little easier to get by there, you know? Mm-hmm. When I came out to LA, I got in, you know... Another culture shock. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like the people, but you got to hustle here. Yeah. And it woke me the hell up. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I love that. Yeah. See, I had a culture shock with the people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because what <laughs> what happened was, so I, I knew people out here, but it was just like when I came, it was in pockets. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but when I moved here, I found myself in a lot of different rooms. With a lot of different people, and I came out here like, of course, for Viv, but the dream as well. You know what I'm saying to do what what I've been doing. So I was meeting a lot of people who was just giving me false hope for real. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it was just like, and and I grew up like your word is everything. So if you wow. say call me Tuesday, we about to work on this, blah blah blah, or next week I got some blah blah blah. Uh, send this to me. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Like I'm believing you. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, ooh, I'm calling home. Like, bro, y'all wouldn't believe, like, who about to listen yeah, to the joint. Dang. And you get that, like, over and over again. And then I started to get, like, irritable with just L.A. people, period. Like, I'd be in the grocery store. <laughs> somebody walk by me. I'm like, you ain't going to say excuse me, bro. Like, just, I'm just, I, and I'm cool. I don't be wanting no problems with nobody, but I'm just looking for ketchup. <laughs> And because you ain't say excuse me when you walked in front of me, I read his scrap. Like, that ain't even... Oh, y'all, mother... Yeah, I'm like, man, come on, bro. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and it, that was, like, the case for, like, three months, three, four months. Wow. And then I started to just figure out, like, it's just about finding your pockets, your people. Because it's not, the, it's not the, the people who are from here. Right, no. Yeah, it's everybody it's just, else. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. And I'm like the person that always turns around and says like the thing that people don't want to hear. And it's sometimes it just, it doesn't feel true, but stop attracting people who, mm. who don't keep their word. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that will be the last time you'll say that mm-hmm. you attract, that you oh, were yeah, attracting yeah. her. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a long time ago. It's It's been fine since then. Yeah. It, it'll be. It'll actually be six years this Black Friday. Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Like, I'm not even two years in yet. See. Yeah. yeah. So six I'm... years for me. Married, two kids. Like, I can't even see myself going. I know people at home, y'all going to hear me say there this. You go, brother. I love y'all, but I, I am not moving back. I'm sorry. You know what? Me neither. Hey. <laughs> but we love y'all, though. But we just like, man, come here. Come here. Like, You'll love it. Yeah. You'll love it We're going to take the camera outside, and it's going to take me three hours to find a cloud. You know you want to live in somewhere <laughs> like that. It's, just, it's LA. It's LA. It's just beautiful all the way around. So um, there's a lot. I'm going to kind of pivot, and it's just, I literally just thought about this. There's a lot going on in the world right now. You know, it's kind of like a an interesting climate within, uh, you know, people being sensitive, um, artist expression kind of feels like it's muzzled to a point. You know, does does that affect you in any way? Um, not at all. Hmm. I, because I feel like um, all of these. Mm. Uh oh, these these people. Who are these people? Uh oh. All of, we just <laughs> as people Tweet we. Jokes, we, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> We just need to learn ourselves a little more, people. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm I'm just I'm gonna speak my mind regardless. That's my truth, mm. you know. And I feel like as a person, we need to learn to separate ourselves from people's truth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like how someone else. I understand now when it comes to human rights. Like I'm all for human rights, you of know course. what I mean. But I'm also for freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You know, say mm-hmm. what you want to say. Like to the point, you know. It it gets a little extreme with me. I feel like we should be able to say whatever the hell we want to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Cause I'm like, say whatever you want to say. Tell me how you feel, and now I know where you are. Yeah, and I can maneuver. Like mm-hmm. I don't because what's what's happening is we're crippling people's ability to be themselves and be honest. So now we're literally placing people in our presence that we don't want in our presence. Right. But they can't show them true, their true selves. Yeah, you can't find your tribe because you can't even be honest about how you feel. Yeah. And I think that's been something that um, I've overcome mm-hmm. within the last year or so by just allowing solitude mm-hmm. until I attracted what I needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop forcing stuff. And also... 
painting pictures in your head of things and people that you want to be the truth. Mm. But that's not the case. You got to open your eyes and see who a person really is. Yeah. First thing can start with what they say. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. And not choose to be blind to it. Yeah. That was me. I had that bad. Uh-huh. Just out there like... I want you to be a great person, and so you are. Yeah, just fighting it. Just fighting it. Yeah, I, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine recently about like like an hour or two, and just trying to convince him to understand, like, you're just being blind right now. Like, Aww. he's just being mistreated, like, you know, Wake disrespectful. I'm like, you're just ignoring the signs and giving people excuses. Yeah. And it's that ultimate, see, that goes back to that self-love thing that I was talking about. For me, it was that ultimate core thing that I was avoiding. Mm. If I see who see you for who you are, I'm going to be forced to have a decision to where I'm either going to do something about it or I'm going to stay there, right? Mm. Me in my head, the ego wanted me to stay there. So it's like, mm. I don't want you to leave. Mm. That being friends, family, lovers, all of that, mm. like even my friends, like it's like, I don't want to see you for who you are because if I do, I'm going to be forced to kick you out of my life. Mm. And mm. then I'll feel that pain that I'm ultimately avoiding, which is right. being left. Right. And oh. feeling like someone fucking completes me when it, yeah, yeah, like love is you focusing on a target, but it's coming from here still, you yeah. know. So, dang, that's real. Yeah, we some ugly now. things. Uh oh, we pardon y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we pardon y'all, man. It's a real wake up call, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so like, like these days, um. I know you say you found your soulmate. My twin flame. Your twin flame. Uh, twin flame is a real thing too. Do you see do you see like that there's been uh do you do you feel there's been a shift in what you deem to be important like in your partner, your soulmate in in a relationship, or has it been kind of like pretty consistent, but now you just know what it is? What do you mean? Like, for example. A lot of people have a long list of like, all right, my person got to have brown eyes, uh, full eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? He has everything. Hey. Literally. Mm-hmm. Literally everything on the list. Like, when I met him, I knew who he was. Yeah. What was, what's the list? Uh, So it was super superficial, you know what I'm saying? But he got all of that too. You know, it was like... <laughs> Tall, brown skin, nice body, mm-hmm. talented, mm-hmm. ambitious, um, loves me, loves my natural self, my natural body, doesn't want to encourage me to get work done. Mm-hmm. It no, was no and 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 it was so it was like rich, but if you're not rich, you have the potential and the drive and the ambition to that's where you're going. Because right. I wasn't rich when I wrote the list either. Right. So it was like Okay, but I'm gonna be right, rich, right, right, you know. Right. So whoever this is needed to know that mm-hmm. they were gonna be rich mm-hmm. and to genuinely work toward it. Yeah. So like, um, I don't even think he knew who the hell he was when I met him. I was probably, like, Yo, probably didn't. I know though. Probably didn't. You mind? Hey, he ain't even know. <laughs> he ain't even know. He ain't even know. No, that's that's real. And that's what you heard in confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. heard that in confidence. It's like, I made it sexual, but it really wasn't sexual. It was like double-sided. It was like me talking to myself, no matter where you go, who you talk to, mm-hmm. who you get to do your body, you're going to come back to me. That was mm-hmm. me telling myself, no matter 
what you do, who loves you this way, that way, you're going to always need that core you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the other side of it was talking to him like, listen, I understand you at a deeper level than any woman you're going to meet. Mm. And I'm confident about that, that mm. you're going to come back over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where that was with it. I just kind of made it sexual because that was a dynamic we had at the time, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> And sexual is spiritual, you know? Yeah, it was... Sexual is Latin for spiritual. Yeah, exactly. Latin for spiritual because I I, I definitely... It wasn't one of those things where we didn't talk or nothing like that. We spent a lot of time together. We were like best friends. So it just was what we needed at the time, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. to grow to this point. Do you... And this is super random. But do you believe that uh, you could be in a relationship with your best friend? Yeah. That's yeah, for yeah. sure. Now I will say, once you get into a relationship with your best friend, there's gonna be a balance and a shift that needs to happen where you find the balance between those toxic or those traits that come with you and your romantic partner, and mm-hmm. now you're combining it with your best friend who you didn't have those things with. You had freedom mm-hmm. with, you had all those things. So now you get in a relationship and you possessive all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? I know I used to let <laughs> you go you out, but like stay that. your ass in this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's what... And, or, or also, like, um, things that you're not invested in for a best friend, you need to be invested in mm. as a relationship partner type thing. Mm, like, like what? Speak to um, Like, their everyday... Their everyday routine. Like, you know, when we were just friends... I didn't put so much into making sure he meets his day-to-day goals as mm-hmm. I would now. Mm-hmm. And that's important now. Right, right. You know, right. that's a I have an elevated responsibility and so does he mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. that's real. That's real. Hey, the team team is blessed. The team is, <laughs> the team is lucky, man. You gotta love the team. We gotta love the team. So now that well, let me ask this first. Are you working on anything new? At the moment, or you letting you letting this new joint ride out, and you gonna you just focus on that, or are you like always writing? I'm always making new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a creator. I was put here to create, so mm-hmm. I'm creating daily, striving to create, and not just music, but everything: videos, um, shoot, acting, even mm-hmm. thinking about getting back into acting. Mm-hmm. So um, back into yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, I started out, so in uh, school I did theater, mm-hmm. and as you heard earlier, I was a singer growing up, so mm-hmm. theater and a few film classes, yeah, you know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And I think once I moved to Atlanta, I saw that the doors were opening faster for music, so mm-hmm. I kind of went into that door, right, right. and it deterred me from acting, and that's why I would be like a back into acting thing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I think I can put a lot more energy into it now that I'm right here in LA. Right, of course. A lot of my friends are actors and actresses, and I feel like they've been reaching out for like assistance. Like, hey, yeah, yeah do so. it, do it, do it. And I, I always feel like, cause like I'm, I'm somebody who believes in honoring like all the gifts and the talents that we have, you know, and not suppressing anything because one, we wouldn't have them if we shouldn't be exploring them, you know, if mm-hmm. it, if it, we shouldn't yeah. be giving it to the world. And then two, it helps other things. 
I like agree. you know, it's the the acting is gonna sharpen your your writing, and the writing is gonna sharpen the acting, and, and and the visuals and all that. You know, they go hand in hand. You know, I draw a little too. I should have brought my book so you can see. I like to draw yeah. anime characters. Oh, dope! Yeah. Dope. See, that'd be that'd be dope too. Like you do a project, you could do an anime project. Yeah, I literally mm-hmm. have thought about that. I just would need to find the right production. Mm-hmm. The right production that gives me the feel and the emotion that I want to sell, you know? Yeah. But that would be so cool. Cause like, and the reason I whispered it because I was like, man, I was, <laughs> like I, I don't want everybody to hear that. Then you know, we look up three months later, and Beyonce got an anime project. Like what, Beyonce? She's be like, go, go, cool, go, go, cool. <laughs> That's never been done. They've tried it. Really? Yeah. Who tried it? Uh, Do you know? Make the stallion, kind of. She's an Aquarius, by the way. I didn't know that. But she she kind of did a little anime, not an anime album, but she put out some singles that her visuals and the sound was kind of uh, okay. rooted in that yeah. or inspired by uh-huh. more so uh-huh. than saturated in. Yeah. If I did it, it would be saturated. Right, right. Yeah, because I'm thinking like full out. Yeah. I'm thinking full out anime. Because exactly. anime, anime is huge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we watch it at home. So. Yeah. Uh, we've been watching Demon Slayer. And uh, it's a new one. What's the new one that you watched that I have not started to watch, but you've been watching all the episodes without me? Baki. Yeah, yeah. Baki, <laughs> so. <laughs> the, t- the team got all the answers, man. <laughs> I love your team. I love your team. They know Thank it all. Thank you. Thank you. Communication's Thank you. been great setting it up all week. <laughs> you got an amazing team behind you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we we were talking earlier about, you know, um your your situation and you know, you being signed to Sony as a writer and you know, whether or not you wanted to kind of dig into what it actually looks like for you as as a creative and as an artist. Like you want to talk about that? Uh as an artist, I'm independent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh everything that you're seeing, like we talked about earlier, I wrote, recorded on my own. Most of it mixed it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the videos that you're gonna see. Oh. Hey, huh? The videos that you're gonna <laughs> see. <laughs> um directed by me and my team. And the team, the team. Me and the team hey, on him. Hey. And um all the future songs. Like I actually for the future songs though, I'm open to getting writers mm-hmm. to collab, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, yeah. But sure. but completely independent right now. I am open to staying independent if it makes sense, but I'm also open to that deal if it mm-hmm. makes sense. And I I was literally just about to ask you, like, in the in the, the world we live in today where, you know, being independent is champion, like people even call you people crazy for signing deals these days because they be like man you can just put a song out of what would a deal do for you like what's the what's the pros and cons of having a deal and pros and cons of being independent um the deal so honestly i feel like for artists that doesn't know the music industry a deal can handicap them Mm -hmm. but if you know the music industry and what it takes to get yourself there then the deal could immediately provide a marketing budget Mm -hmm. uh all of the resources that you don't have to work for yourself right um the team and creative directors all of that for you Mm -hmm. whereas independent you kind of do the work to find them yourselves Mm -hmm. but the plus side 
for independent is you can put your budget where you want to put mm. your budget. Mm. And the downside to independent is you, unless you go and network, find someone to help you direct where you're going to put your marketing budget, mm. you can put it in the wrong place and nothing right, happens. Right, right, Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I used to, I used to do that, like, just burning through cash. Yeah. Like, people always, like, ask me, like, why haven't I blown up yet? And, and that's just really it. Like, we're still working the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still working the ground until I get um, my new marketing budget. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep working the ground. Roots. And it made me think, like, what's what's your idea of blowing up and your idea of, like, success? You know what? It's simple as hell for me, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I'm going I'm to feel like I made it. And I, I say this until I get there, and then I'm going to be ready for something else. Yeah, but course. I... To me, making it is going to be on the face of editorial playlists. Me, my mm-hmm. face on the face of editorial playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, selling out a couple of um, venues. Mm-hmm. Having a consistent cult fan base. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to feel like I made it because I feel like from there, it's just steps up, like leveling up. Even where I am now, I feel like I'm entry level into mm. the industry. Mm. Someone else might say different, but that's how I feel getting yeah, into seeing it's how It's our perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, like Beyonce could sit down and be like, I got so much more to do. Yeah. And you'd be like, B. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you sound crazy right now. But yes, yeah, it's, it's our perspective. Our perspective, I I get that, I understand that. But again, I I don't feel like it's a destination. I think I'm just gonna do this until I can't no more. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's it's been days that I already felt I couldn't, you know. But yeah, here human. I am. Yeah, human, <laughs> human nature, you know. Yeah. Where where do you see it? Like, do you have an end goal, kind of? Uh, you know? like like, because I know it's the journey is is what it's about. But do you have like, okay, this is the benchmark, and then once I hit that, then we'll figure it out from there. I would like to break a few records. Like I would like to um, win some Grammys mm-hmm. for my music and some other people's music. Mm-hmm. I would like to star in some major feature films. Um, another one of my end goals. Mm-hmm. I need to host Saturday Night Live. Hey. It's, it's been a thing for me since yeah. before. Like I don't know. Like I've when I was growing up, at some point I didn't have cable, mm-hmm. so right, right, right. <laughs> I was watching Saturday Night Live on NBC and. <laughs> <laughs> and it became one of my faves. Yeah. And I really want to go on that show. I just want to improv. I'm going to have a ball. Like, this is already something I've written. If if nothing is in stone on my vision board, that is in stone. That's on, yeah. Just to host yeah, it. There's so fun. many people living my dream right now. I'm like, yes. Go you. <laughs> go you. Did you watch uh, Chappelle's yes. last weekend? Yeah. Oh, oh wait. His stand-up? No, he, he hosted uh, Saturday. No, I got to go see that. Oh, yeah. We've been... Oh yeah, yeah, y'all sleep. Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, amazing. We gotta yeah, go see his, this. Even even if even if you don't have time to uh to watch the whole episode like today, at least in the car, listen to the monologue. I'm definitely the gonna listen to is, it. He's a he's a genius. I'm gonna watch the whole thing. He's a genius. I love Dave Chappelle. He's he can say so even, anything in the most artistic way. So even with you uh wanting to get back into acting, like because I I see you like killing. I see you killing comedy. Like, I, I could see you in a dramedy. <laughs> I could see you in a dramedy for sure, for sure. Um, Same. 
Like, is that kind of like where you see yourself or like not or to put a box on Oh, the no, book. no. No. So actually, I realized in acting, you know, actors, I'm sorry if this is wrong. This is how I feel. Uh, from a ob- from observation, from the outside looking in, I feel like you want to get typecast. Just get typecast as the person you want to play over and over again. Uh, you know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel like typecasting reassures you're going to always have a job mm. because they know who to go get for this. You know, if we say who plays somebody mama, we're going to have a lot of actors mm-hmm. and actresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To pull up. Yeah. So, yeah. But I feel like I see myself doing... But, you know, I think I could do anything. But no, I'm definitely. so interested in slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. Slapstick mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the dry humor yeah, and shit. Yeah, I love sure, that. Sure, yeah. Just silly shit. Like, I just need to lose myself in some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what would be dope? <laughs> a, a dope way to, to do it, like, today is to um, incorporate it into your visuals. You're right. Yeah. Did you think about that? What we were talking about for the visuals? Hey. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Little meekly mice. Did, did the did the team did the team say that already too? Or Yeah, the, the team was we were coming up with the concept for one of our videos and it had a little comedy in it. Mm-hmm. The team was trying to get me to be in a setting that I was not okay with. Oh, you went right with the setting. Yeah, but I might do it now that you said that cuz it's funny. Yeah. See the team, the team be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I would definitely tell you guys, it's just I don't want to give away too much. I oh just yeah, want no, you to no. be able keep, to watch keep it. That. Yeah, yeah, keep that. Keep that in the vault. Keep that in the vault. Um what was there was something I was gonna ask you. Oh, yeah. And this is way off topic. But I was <laughs> but I was just curious. Um because you were mentioning like astrology and you know, and you, you came in, you listed like all the crystals that I had. Like, Cause even I'd be looking at, I'd be like, wait, hold on, where my little card at? I don't, I don't remember that one. Like, have you always been like interested into that and like being spiritual and things of that nature? Or did you kind of like evolve into? I evolved. I evolved. Actually, the reason why I know all my crystals is because of my friend that I sort of evolved with. We started getting crystals together. Her name is Janine the Machine. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has this crystal shop called Jimsy. And we started, before the shop even opened, we started going to crystal shops and sourcing crystals for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it kind of got big for her in that way. And now I know all the crystals because she keeps me supplied with them. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I was able to name all of yours. Also, I have a crystal uh, oracle deck. Uh, and it, and each card has mm-hmm. a crystal and what the crystal represents, mm-hmm. and it recommends if you pull the card with the crystal, you can take the crystal with you for for good, you know, good sakes. Mm, how long you been having that? I hadn't even heard of that. Like two months actually. Yeah. Like so, I know we talked earlier about me having a trip to Sedona, me and the mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the team all hopped in the Sprinter van, you know, with and- the Sedona. <laughs> And Sedona was where we got the deck. It's such a magical place. Yeah, yeah. You were telling me about it. I was like, I never knew that. I yeah, never knew that it's, at all. It's the whole city's on crystal and a lot of things happen. I feel like after I left that trip, just with the two months, I've grown so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so many things have come to pass. I've had so many more discoveries about myself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I feel like it. I owe it to the trip to Sedona. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta ask you. We, we'll wrap up soon, but I, I gotta ask you um, two things. One, would you bless us with the live performance? 
Of course. Okay. All I right, have to know, do that for you. All right, I have you know, to. I, I had to ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I couldn't let you leave without that. And two, uh, you know, the project is out amazing again. I'm going to say Thank it until my voice platforms. goes hoarse again. Um, <laughs> right now, immediately, what's, what's like three of your main goals right now? Uh, to spread the word about the project, mm-hmm. spread the word to real people, not make it about money. I just really want to get this story out, mm-hmm. um, get to know my audience and the people who rock with me, and to make make some people happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Just uh, be an outlet for some of the people going through what they're going to hear on the project, mm-hmm. and to give some inspiration for the people who feel that a situation like mine can't turn into the one that I'm in now. Like, uh, yeah. it's a thing amongst the community that when you start a certain way, you'll never get to another point. And Mm. like, if you start with just sex Mm -hmm. or a relationship that is not defined, that you'll never be able to come to a point of commitment. Right. And I feel like before this situation, I probably would have thought the same thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I just, I feel like being, to me, following your soul's journey is more important than society's rules, society's mm. um, opinions. 1,000%. Yeah. So 1, I, I felt truly that I felt a soul connection to to him. So mm. regardless of how I felt about the things we went through or how things played out in the past, it was worth giving it, an, you know, a run. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So. You said something um, that made me think, like when you when you create is one of the main reasons behind your creations and what you do and what you write. Is it to inspire and to help people or is it just therapeutic or like a healthy mix of both? It's a healthy mix of both. Yeah. Uh, If one outweighed the other, it would be therapy though. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where I'm not saying anything on the track that'll serve anybody, but just to get it out. Right, But right. But you realize that's therapy for someone else as they hear it. Like when, when I was growing up sometimes... I used to pick angry rappers to express my anger. So, like, I couldn't necessarily <laughs> do it, it. Yeah, so yeah. I'd blast someone who's angry. Yeah, just DMX. 12, <laughs> 12 hours straight. All albums, just DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. Exactly. The whole time. Yeah. And I'm in with the nigga. funny. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I used peace, to- Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. Dang. I used to blast DMX in my room, like door closed in like sixth, seventh grade or whatever it was. Just like, I wonder if I was going through it. Like, and need that outlet. You were. You I were probably going was through. just in there screaming. And there was like, why am I doing that? I'm I'm 11 years old. And you had a lot of energy to get off, and he was just like, showing you how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I can just see to... little you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm in the room, door closed, because I, I just realized, like, a lot of people weren't able to close their door, but I grew up being able to close my door. Uh, music blasting. Lucky man. Yeah, right? Music blasting, DMX. Just all DMX. And Busta Rhymes. Oh, Busta, yeah. He's a fast talking something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Missy, too. That's like the little... What the about rancher. Eminem for anger? Nah, he was a good anger well, supplement for see, me. See, it's funny, yeah, yeah, cause um, what's what's the joint? The way I am. Oh I yeah, used to scream that. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Yeah. I'm just the way I am. Shit. If yeah. I wasn't, then why would I say I am? How you how you feel about M these days? Um, 
you know. <laughs> Hi, Eminem. <laughs> I almost uh, we almost left without me asking you this. Are you are you one of those people who you don't really listen to like a lot of people because you don't want to get influenced, or you like welcome listening to other artists, whether it be new, old. I'll give everybody a chance, mm -hmm. and uh, that's the chance to be magnetic. So I'll listen, but any so anything you listen to over and over again, you're gonna get programmed to like. So I definitely don't do that, but mm -hmm. I'll give you a chance to make make me magnetic on the first listen, mm -hmm. and for me to come back. But I'll listen to every and anybody at least once, uh -huh. you know. Uh -huh. And then if you're magnetic, then I'm gonna come back, and I'm not ashamed of being influenced or inspired by it. So it's like you're good. Mm -hmm. You have a because you're you're a vocalist, of course we know this. You have like top five. Oh yeah, vocal top five vocalists or just inspirations. I'm gonna go with vocalists. Oh shit! Yeah, see, see the other shit. ones. Other ones would have been too easy. You were like, <laughs> no, okay. we need vocalists. So. I think this should be separated into a new age versus oh, old age. Or should I? So let's see. Um, Cause new age, we got some tops vocalists. Mm -hmm. New age, Jasmine Sullivan. Mm -hmm. And this is no particular order? No particular order okay. for sure. Okay. These are just people's voices who got me in a choke hole. <laughs> 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 Jasmine Sullivan, Coco Jones, mm -hmm. voice got me. Mm -hmm. Um, who else is leading to today? Don't I don't I need some time. Ooh. Oh my god, because I don't want to do this wrong. Um, Navea. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you know her, but I'm not, um, but I'm listening. But. She is on Instagram, mm -hmm. and she does not get the shine that she deserves. She is a amazing mm -hmm. vocalist, Nevea. Another top new age vocalist, Jade Nova. Jade Nova. So we got. Listen, Nevea I'm pulling. I'm telling Nova. you, the people. I, I'm telling you, work set. Okay, yeah, you, you not popularity. Like I'm putting you on because yeah, these ladies lay it out. Yeah, that's four. Coco, yeah, Jasmine, four. Jade Nova, Nevea. Nevaeh needs more music out, but that voice, mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. And me. Okay, look, I was I was waiting to see because the team, because the team threw itself in there. <laughs> oh yeah, like definitely me, like yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all twin flames for sure. Y'all twin flames <laughs> for sure. Y'all had the same. Okay, so that's so that's the new that's the new age. Old age. What about the classics? Classics. Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anita Baker. Mm -hmm. Tony Braxton, um, Kim Burrell. Mm. How many is that? That's four. Four. Um, we talking about vocalists here. They all gotta be black. Uh, no, no. But this is a black-owned platform. No, but no, no, no. You know what? Is Brandy a classic? Ah, uh, that's a good. That's a good question. Cause Brandy might be a classic. If she's a classic, she's definitely in there. Mm -hmm. She's definitely in there. Thank mm -hmm. you for bringing her up. Mm -hmm. How many is that? 
I think that's five. Okay, because Brandy. You said in that. Whitney. I would have been yeah, so hurt if five. I didn't put Brandy in there. Thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, because because she's like she like Kobe. Like she right in between. Like oh, she's Jordan was on his way out, and then you know it's like like right in the middle. Yeah. You want to know what's funny too? What's funny is the the top five that I have for classic, uh, vocalists. They were inspired by each other. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. Tony Braxton's inspired by Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Brandy is inspired by Whitney. Mm-hmm. And mentored by Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, the other person wasn't, but yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Kimberell is gospel, yeah. but um, she was Whitney's favorite singer. Yeah, and that, that says a lot. Yeah, so. Yeah, that says a lot, because Whitney. Yeah, and these are people who, if I wanted to go to and be challenged, be inspired to sing their songs and... um you know, learn some stuff, I would mm-hmm. go to them. Mm-hmm. And if I had a top six, I would definitely put B in there, Beyonce. Oh, because yeah, Because yeah. growing I, up, I, I, I mimicked her so much. Yeah. Why, why? I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like even with her being Beyonce, people still don't give her, like, the credit she deserves, especially as a vocalist. Vocally, for sure. For sure. And I feel like... It's just been a narrative that's been passed around and people who aren't familiar with real skill mm-hmm. don't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like they, they're taking it for granted. Like someone might go listen to Kim Burrell and not understand the technique right, right. that's happening right. in that until you're a singer. Right. When you're a singer, you know how hard it is to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's why. I think it was a narrative at first when she first came out and she reached for bigger things mm-hmm. around... Dream Girls, and I mean honestly, on her her R and B projects, uh, starting off she was hitting us with some nice runs, mm-hmm. but past um, Dream Girls, she definitely started taking us another place vocally that mm-hmm. she deserves credit for. Even in this last project, she's got some acapella doing opera, amazing vocalists, mm-hmm. and she's worked for it at that. Yeah. So yeah, I, like because for me. I just I just argue with people about that all the time because all they see is just how great of a performer she is. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like drowns her vocal abilities. I think it's a little salty because uh, she's good at so much, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. it looks like it was given to her, but yeah, yeah it wasn't. Yeah. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this one last thing before uh before we wrap this up, um, and. You know, a little bit more on the serious side of things. Okay. You take me as somebody who is uh, extremely confident, ambitious, uh, resilient, even. But me, in my human experience, I know that we have uh, oftentimes have dark moments and even moments in which we may not feel so confident, may not be so uh, fearless and strong, you know. So I just wanted to ask you if you if you even if you've ever had those moments, and if so, what have you done, or what are some of the things that you do to get out of that and get through that? All the time, mm-hmm. I have those moments all the time, and that's my cue to go find myself because I'm having thoughts and beliefs that aren't what what's true to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, actually. At any given day, I might wake up forgetting why I'm here. Mm, and mm. so it started off me straying off into a day of oblivion. Mm-hmm. 
going downhill, but now it's transitioned to taking that as the cue. This is how I feel waking up. I'm having some thoughts and some beliefs that aren't serving me. So I need to sit with myself, whether that's meditating, whether that's just to think for a second, feel myself out, assess my emotions to see what thoughts I'm actually having, how I mm. could dead those. Mm. And the best way is to just move on to something that makes you feel good immediately. Mm. And uh, for me, that's getting shit done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be a, yeah, productivity for mm. sure. Like that makes me feel like I'm doing something. And, and every now and then it might be an off day where you just say, uh, okay, I deserve this. And it's okay for me to need rest because mm. that could also be a cue, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'll do things that I enjoy um, when I'm feeling down. Things that will help me remember why I'm here, though. Not just things that'll stray me farther from my path. Ah, gotcha. You know, so. Yeah, that's real. Journaling, meditating, smoking, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, cleaning up. I love to clean up. Cleaning up refreshes the space, refreshes my brain. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm physically clearing out my mind, opening up the windows, getting in tune with nature. All of those things are things that I do, mm-hmm. you know. Declutter. Declutter yeah, for sure. Yeah. Move things around. Stagnant mm-hmm. energy has to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Go get by water. Touch nature. Mm-hmm. Go to the park. Put your feet on the ground. Real. Grounding. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't do that enough. Yeah, you got to start do that doing enough. that. Yeah. You know, get in touch because at the end of the day, we're all just humans and this is a big facade and we're just aliens that came from another planet. <laughs> Look, I ain't want to say it, but she said it. She said it for me, y'all. <laughs> nah, but uh, I appreciate you being here. This was this was amazing. Thanks for having this me. This was amazing. We could have uh, talked all day. I know, I know. Like literally, <laughs> just keep going. Uh, anything you want to let the people know? Where to follow you? Where to find the music? Any anything else important? Yeah, follow me at the Real Rocket on everything. And Confidence is uh, the EP. It's not just a single. I have a single called Confidence, (laughs) but it's an entire EP. And it is available on all platforms. And uh, send me your videos. Send me your fan mail, all of that shit. I'm going to post it because I love to see what you like and you'll inspire future projects. Hey, all of it. All of it. And one thing I like to always note, the branding is so real. She didn't have to say the real Rocket on Twitter. And then I'm kind of Rocket on Instagram. And then my web, no, everything. So y'all pay attention to that. Again, I appreciate you. Thank you. Another episode in the books with the Royal Podcast. Hey. The real Rocket. I'm Jason Darrell Williams. Until next time, peace and love. Thank you. Bye. Bam. for calling me wanted to ask you what took you so long of all people you should know that i ain't judging you no 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 i come running back to me too because no one else knows your body like i do no 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 and it's always a hit like your favorite slow song you know it's a hit when you can listen to it over and over and over and over again And over again, oh, I know it's the shit You keep showing me over and over and over and over again Oh my God, and I'm like, bae, I know